this is straight A audio back at y'all with another podcast and <laughs> so this podcast is not a podcast about something but rather about someone so for a little while <laughs> I really didn't give too many fucks about dating I don't really give too many fucks about love. I just knew I wanted I wanted a husband. I wanted someone that was willing to commit their life to me. Now granted, the people I was choosing, I felt like I picked out better food than I picked out better niggas. Um but I made a decision to request someone on Facebook no intentions of swooning them no intention on us becoming anything um (laughs) and it's like as soon as I sent that request it was approved (laughs) so when I sent the request it was approved and I started going through that person's pictures. So I was going through the pictures. As you know, sometimes dudes be having that one fly-ass picture as their profile picture, but in the rest of their pictures, they look a hot-ass mess. Um, His pictures were a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? I looked through his pictures and, you know, I was like, oh, he has a big-ass head. Um, <laughs> So we start, you know, communicating, and I was like, you're so handsome to me. You know, I just wanted to tell you that. From there, we just kind of started getting to know each other. You know, he introduced himself. I introduced myself and, you know, started giving that corny game that I give. Because, come on, corniness, it gets the bitches. No, I'm joking. Um, So we're chatting. <laughs> and at some point, we exchange phone numbers. Now I'm up here like, uh, really hope this. I really hope this goes somewhere because I know I always play games when somebody wants to get to know me and yeah. I was like, I hope he doesn't, you know, flake. So I, without actually like forcing it, was like, I want to get to meet him, but I'm not trying to push, you know, myself on him. So eventually, you know, we come up with a date. You know, but at that point, we had already been, you know, texting all day, talking on the phone, whatever, whatever. So, (laughs) I pull up, and I finally get to see him. And I was just kind of, like, blown away. Like, okay. (laughs) Gets in the car, and I was like, I'm hungry. A hell of a way to start a date. Like I'm hungry and shit. So we go to Zaxby's, my favorite fast food joint. We get something to eat. Within five minutes of us even sitting in the car, I'm talking cold shit to him. And that kind of was like a test to see how this would work because I'm a shit talker. You know, I like to have fun. I have a very loose mouth. That didn't sound right. But you get my drift. So we're in the car, we're talking, and you know, at some point. We end up on the beach, which apparently our favorite place. (laughs) So 
on the beach and we're talking and we get better acquainted. And then I take him home. And then I was kind of like, wow, that was fun. Not long after that, um, I lost my car keys. So we uh, couldn't see each other a little bit after that. It was very, very, very frustrating for me because I like to run. You know what I'm saying? With these cars that we have now, they have key fobs. Key fobs are very expensive to replace. Very expensive. I'm talking $300, $400, depending on the model of the car. And so, um, but the talking every day, all day at first, it was a big adjustment because I wasn't used to doing that with anybody before him. Anybody. So we're talking on the phone or we're texting. It's, it's pretty consistent. Good morning text. It's given. Um, and then at some point, um, started going on more dates. Um, <laughs> We went to this park uh, with a big gigantic mountain in it, and we walked that, and we talked, uh, had fun. We were lit, of course, as always, because that's just what we do. That's how we are. That's how we operate. That's 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 what we do. Um, but some of the same music tastes, um, love songs that I thought I was the only person that knew, um, stuff like that. Um, I've heard the word soulmate. A few times in my life. And I always thought, that's bullshit. Soulmate? Huh? Nah. That doesn't even sound right. In the spiritual world, we have people called Twin Flames. Heard of those. But apparently Twin Flames and Soulmates are two different things. Go figure. Um, But between the look and a person's eyes, how they speak, how they touch, how they respond to touch, it's very telling. It can tell you how much they've been through. It can tell you how hard they love. And it can also help you better understand, you know, other parts of their personality. You know, if you meet somebody that's aggressive, but, you know what I'm saying, soft, then that person is probably has been abused. Or somebody at their in their life caught them at a moment they were vulnerable and took advantage of that vulnerability and made them hateful. So, with him, it was kind of like, you know, meeting someone like me. Because that's literally how I felt. I felt like I met somebody that was just like me. Um, different zodiac signs, of course. But to meet somebody that's just like you and how sweet they talk and <laughs> they flirt with you all the time. It's different. You're not used to it. So, sometimes you can kind of, like, shy away from it. I don't know. For me, sometimes I can get awkward. So, like, you'll say something flirty, and I'll be like, you don't mean that. But it's only because I'm not used to it. And with dating me, I require a lot of patience, a lot of weed, and possibly a lot of alcohol. You're going to need some kind of stimulant to keep you afloat, because I'm a lot to deal with. <laughs> I'm a lot. <laughs> but to be able to eat comfortably with someone, sleep comfortably, like, we got a whole hotel room. And um, hadn't even known each other that long. But I wanted to book something that I could, you know what I'm saying, get away from my house and get away from his and that's, you know, not feel rushed while we're talking. Keep watching the clock. What time is it? What time is it? You know, we both got to work. But that helped me 
bond better with him because it was time away by ourselves, you know, locked away for a little while. And um, just the thought of possibly marrying someone that's as gung-ho for marriage as you are is so exciting for me. I can't explain how exciting that is. Um, from the way like this person smells to how they talk. And it's like their sense of humor is so annoying because it's so addictive. You know, um, he's very sensitive. But when you don't want to laugh, it's it's that kind of person that you need around because uh, your pride is so heavy. You just, uh, I'm just mad. I want to stay mad. Or I'm just irritated. I want to stay irritated. But when you're around somebody that won't allow that, it's a beautiful thing. Um, excited to see what new chapters unfold <laughs> as we continue to venture on um, this journey towards, you know, our lives. <laughs> That's just my life and his life, but our lives. It's pretty exciting when you think about how much fun you've had thus far. And it's like, what opportunities are going to present themselves for us to have even more fun? You know what I'm saying? I've never been on a, never been on a plane. You know what I'm saying? Hella nervous <laughs> to get on a plane. But I feel like he might be the person that encourages me to get on a plane. Not just that, but he pushes me. Um, he pushes me uh, physically. No, I'm kidding. But no, he pushes me to forgive more by the stuff that he does and the people he interacts with. You know, uh, he pushes me to want to do more, be more. Uh, he pushes me to want to learn more. Um, <laughs> sometimes he can jump the gun, you know, with how he receives something I said and sometimes it, it works out sometimes it doesn't because sometimes I wonder how he hears me versus how I hear me because I might say something and I'm just like blah and he's just like no 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 don't feel like that and I'm like huh but that's how he receives me so then the person that I was before him I wasn't very patient but for some reason, I feel inclined to pull so much patience, literally, out of myself to try to understand instead of attacking. Because I don't have to be so guarded now with him. I don't have to be so guarded anymore at all, really. Because now I feel like somebody protects me. Somebody's going to look out for me. And I'm going to look out for them. I don't have to worry about them saying things about me behind my back or, you know, talking about my weaknesses in public or my insecurities, you know, in private where I can't hear with people that I don't care for. It's a beautiful thing to feel like for once in your life, despite insecurities, you trust someone. To be able to trust someone that's only been in your life a short amount of time is very scary. It's a very vulnerable feeling. But when you find yourself comfortable with somebody on a pier, a dark pier at that, in front of water, on a beautiful night, like looking looking into their eyes and you just feel home. 
Like, this is literally what I've wanted for so long. And I've been around and been, you know, with so many people. And I might have felt this and felt this and felt this and felt that. And then that shit turned into, like, basically, my blue skies went gray. With him, the skies went blue. And I feel like it's going to stay blue. Even when it's trying to rain on me, it's like, okay, I still got him. You know, I still have our conversations that literally can start from just one or two words to full-blown elaborate stories. You know what I'm saying? To never have a dull moment, to never have a dull conversation, to never feel like you're boring, to never feel like, you know what I'm saying, an annoyance, to never feel like an inconvenience to somebody because you want reassurance, because you want love, because you want affection. Everybody deserves what I'm feeling. Everybody deserves this at least once in a lifetime, even if it's for five minutes. All we want, really, in our life, from birth to death, is to be accepted, to be loved, feel appreciated for how little or how much we do. We just want somebody to say thank you. We just want somebody to smile at us here and there. We just want somebody that makes us feel like our life is worth living. And sometimes when you feel like you're just living, not really having purpose, waking up and not feeling like a goddamn thing, literally waking up and dreading going out your house and living um, or working outside of your comfort zone is the scariest or most annoying or most just drastic thing to do. I got to get up and go outside and be around people to get some money for a place that I'm not going to be at 40 hours out the week. Oh, the ghetto. But no, seriously. <laughs> like all of us, you know, including me, um, we just want to be loved. That's all. We just want somebody that loves us. You know, falling in love itself is something that you never see yourself doing. Um, too, too much after it's been, you know, say after your heart's been broken so many times. You just don't think, oh, I'm going to fall in love with the next guy I see. Some of y'all do that. No shade. <laughs> but for me, that's not natural. I've been in love one, two. I'll say two and a half. Because what you think is love is surely not. You need to add up. No, I'm kidding. But no, seriously. What you think is love sometimes is just deep infatuation and attachment and some really good sex. But it's not love. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like gifts. I like flowers. I like dollars. I like diamonds. I like stunning. I like shining. Cardi, please don't sue me. But I like, I like great uh, gifts. I like gifts that you didn't think I would like. I like stuff that you don't buy for everybody. Like I receive flowers. I've only received flowers once, and I greatly appreciated that. Like, that made my whole day, my year, everything brighter. I swear it did. (laughs) But enough about him. (laughs) Carry on.